We are downtown. We are historic. We are family. We are scriptural. We are First Baptist Church. If you would, let's turn to Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. It's printed in your worship bulletin. You can find these online as well, um, if you'd like to, with the sermon notes. And we are going to read aloud our reverse text for this week, Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. One of the things that we do here at First Baptist San Antonio is we have one text for all week long in our Sunday school classes, for Wednesday night, for the the service. And uh, this week we've been in Ephesians 5 and we're continuing our study of the Holy Spirit. And so we've been reading together all week Ephesians 5, 18 and 19. And for this morning, we're going to go ahead and add 20, uh, which is listed in your bulletin. So if you would, let's stand and let's read aloud together uh, the text for today. This then is the text for today. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. May God bless the reading of his word. You know, there are all kinds of things that change our normal behavior. I know for me, one of the the biggest factors that contributes to abnormal behavior for me is lack of sleep. If I'm not sleeping well, my day is going to be off. In fact, if I go a couple of days without sleeping, it it starts to turn into something else. It's, It's almost like it won't be me. There are all kinds of things like this in our life that move us away from us, that cause us to behave differently than we normally would. These things that begin to take control of our life and do something else with them. And one of those we've recently seen, and that's how fear changes our behavior. We've seen this over and over again, how so many of us have been scared in the last five months. And and in our fearfulness, we we behave like a volcano spewing molten lava on anybody that comes within arm's length. See, the coronavirus has, has brought a level of change into our lives that we have never experienced before. And gripped by fear, we we react in these emotional outbursts that leave reason trapped in a bunker somewhere. It's almost as if it's not even us, somebody else, it's something else. Changes our behavior. See, when we're confronted with frightening things, we're just not the same. But both of those, the sleep deprivation and the fear, on some level, those seem to be more internal. There, there, there are times when it's, it's almost like we're fighting against our own self-interests. 
But there are other times, too, where there's external things that come in and, and they begin to change our behavior. You know, we, we think about the times when, when the dentist gives us nitrous oxide. We're not the same. Or, like our text for this week takes us, it reminds us that, that alcohol is one of those external factors that can dramatically affect our behavior. We've all seen it. Many of us even experiencing it personally. Or we've had friends and colleagues or family members who've had their behaviors completely changed by a substance like alcohol or even other things. And it ruins their lives and, and life just falls apart into all of these pieces that nobody can put back together again. I sit with, with families all the time Come into my office and, and they say, my daughter or my spouse or my brother is just a completely different person because of the substance. It's just not them. It's like you're talking to a stranger with a familiar face. And the Bible is repetitively clear in the Old Testament and the New Testament that drunkenness is a sin. In, in our text for today, Ephesians calls it dissipation. You could say excess or wastefulness or foolishness. Any of those kinds of things will work. And all of that is completely true. And these things that, that come in and begin to change our behavior. And as they change our behavior, we just fall apart into pieces on the floor. But that's not the primary point here, is it? The primary point of Ephesians 5 isn't that all of our lives end up in these shambles. The point of Ephesians 5 is there's something more. In fact, there's, there's a hope that's laid out in front of us from God that can put all of those pieces back together again and make life right. See, the primary point that we see in the text for this week is that the Holy Spirit is at work in the world today. The Holy Spirit is at work in the church doing a mighty work, picking all these pieces up off the floor that we have left and making things right again. See, we have to dig a little deeper here. This is more than just a condemnation of a specific behavior. But this is a particular call to be filled with the Holy Spirit, saying, you, church, you, believer, you, child of God, be filled up with the Holy Spirit rather than anything else from this world because we can fill ourselves up with alcohol and be sedated for a moment. Or we can take all of the things the world is telling us to do and the world is pulling us towards, but it's all gonna fall apart until we surrender unto God, until we are filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit is resting upon the children of God, nurturing us, protecting us. One of the things that we need to be praising God for, one of the things that we need to sing from the rooftops is that God has protected us, that even in the midst of a global pandemic, God has been with his children and protecting us and holding our hand through all of this. The Holy Spirit has been working to reshape our hearts into something holy because we're not capable of it. 
that even in the time of great distress, the Holy Spirit is moving in your life with great care. Can you feel it? Do you know it? Have, have you felt the hands of God shaping your heart? Because that's what we need, and that's what's been promised. See, we have to know that apart from the Holy Spirit, all life is or fears and hurts. This isn't just a coronavirus thing. Apart from the Holy Spirit, life is just one fear and hurt and fumble after another. It's, it's, it's like we're, 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 we're holding life before us and it's this pane of glass that when we're left to ourselves, we drop it and it hits the floor and breaks into a million pieces. You know, it's shocking how we normally behave. That's one of the things that, that we recognize in this text is that it says there are things in our lives that, that really change our behavior for the worse. Then there's, there's us, and well, we just kind of relax into ourselves, and then there's the work of the Spirit that does something holy and makes us into men and women of God that we could never be on our own, so that we don't just settle for our normal self, the way things used to be, but we walk forward in the Spirit who's making us a holy people, redeemed and living in the kingdom of God, and we're walking towards an eternity that is new and good and so far greater than anything we've ever known on the face of this earth. You see, one of the things that God is reminding, of, reminding us of in this pandemic is that even our normal behavior was a dilapidated version of what life could be. None of us need to go back to where we were before, but we will walk forward to where the Holy Spirit is leading us and all of the ways the Spirit is prompting us to, to change and grow and building us up as the people of God, we will submit and follow and be made new. You see, apart from that, that spirit at work on our hearts, our normal behavior is just to kind of slide back into a self-indulgence. What we like to do is we just, we just kind of fall into the recliner, put our feet up, and just want to be made comfortable. And all that does is just kind of fatten our hearts, and they become encased in fat, and become bloated to a point where we can no longer move. And God is at work to just trim all of that out and make our hearts right and fit for service in the kingdom of God. Our normal behavior is to act foolish, but the Spirit acts wisely. We tear our lives into pieces, but the Holy Spirit puts it back together again. See, God, God has promised, this is what we see in the early church in Acts, the Holy Spirit comes upon the church and God has promised to send his spirit into the world and into the church to do a work that we're not capable of, that brings hope that we won't know on this, that we can't know aside from the spirit himself. And whenever we surrender unto God, first and foremost, incredible changes happen in our life. And there's some of us, even in the church, 
who are far more afraid of the changes that God is making in our lives than we are of the coronavirus. Let me tell you, lay aside that fear because the, the change that God is working in your heart is good and exactly where you need to be. Surrender to the Spirit and, and let the Spirit wake up a new song within you and, and fill your heart with a melody of joy rather than these laments of fear. Because that, that's the work of the Spirit. That's what God's gonna do in your heart as we press forward in this life. And this is something that we can't do later. You, you don't surrender to God in your spare time. But that, that's often how we look at this, and that's often how we treat it, is that I will, I will get to God's things, and, and I will get to the conviction that the Spirit has placed on my heart when I have the time to do it. But there, there's no better time than right now to submit to those convictions that the Holy Spirit is working in your heart. Because as we've seen all along the way, we are not promised tomorrow. So let us surrender unto God today. You see, many have been doing home improvement projects during this quarantine. And unfortunately, that's where a lot of us have placed God and our relationship with him. See, we, we treat our relationship with God like it's a, a new deck that we're going to put on the back door. And we'll, we'll get to it when there's time in the day. It's something extra. It's an addition. Something we, we get to on the weekends. But that's not what a relationship with God is like. A, a relationship with God is like the Holy Spirit coming in and demolishing that old life, demolishing those old ways, setting Jesus Christ as the foundation and building a new life, building a new home, building a new faith on the foundation that is Jesus Christ. This isn't just something we put off until later or leave in the backyard. This is the heart of our home, the foundation of who we are, and we surrender to Christ today. God can't be some nice addition to your COVID life. God has to be your life. You have to surrender everything to him and let the Holy Spirit get to work and the song will come. The shouts of joy and praise will be ready on your lips. You will speak peace and encouragement. And the Holy Spirit is going to do wonderful things through you and in your life. You see, we've, we've seen what happens when, when we try to balance this life with our own hands. When we try to balance it, we're, we're left with nothing but pieces, broken glass everywhere. We keep dropping it, it shatters. And we attempt to pick up the pieces, but what doesn't get left behind cuts even deeper. Know this this morning, you are never going to be able to pick up the pieces of your life. But there is a God who specializes in picking up the broken. I like the way Eugene Peterson puts it when he's translating 2 Samuel 22. Towards the end of the chapter, 
says, everybody that runs to God makes it. Everybody that, that runs to God in the quarantine makes it. Everyone whose heart is surrendered to God will walk free. Can you submit to God this morning? Because there's changes that need to happen in all of our lives. If you are not yet a believer, God has a work to do. And he's ready, willing, and able. And even for those that are believers, that this sanctification is far from over, and, and God is doing a work and bringing changes that we need, and we need this morning. So would you stop fighting this? Stop fighting the work of the Spirit in your heart and surrender those things that he's calling you to give up. Submit to those convictions that the Holy Spirit is bringing to you. Are you one of those? Are you one of those that God is already working on? Let's surrender our lives to Jesus Christ today that we're gonna get together on our knees and, and we're gonna pray together. Jesus Christ, I am yours. Would you forgive me and fill me with your Holy Spirit? That is the cry of the church. It's the cry of the child of God. And we're gonna continue to call out to God until we are healed and made right in the power of his Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Father, your, your spirit has been at work stirring in the hearts of your people. And Lord, I pray this morning that every one of us would submit to that stirring of the spirit in our hearts, that not a single one of us would continue to fight. Lord, would you give us the courage and the strength to submit to your spirit this morning? That we will shout and sing that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life and there is no other. It is in his name, the name that is above every other name in history and across the globe, the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. First Baptist Church has been broadcasting its services of new life and historic faith for 46 years. We would like to ask that you continue to pray with us for this ministry and also for your financial support so that we can continue this ministry for years to come. Thank you.